Welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. Let me try and do this in another language. Bienvenue à le podcast de Nobody um, Asque Poor. That's either like 100% I'm fluent or I got no words correct. The problem with a language is it's almost like if you don't know it all, you might as well know nothing, you know? You can understand it. Like, in the understanding, I think any little bit helps. You know, you can kind of figure it out, context clues. Uh, but the, in the actual speaking of it, like, there are so many languages that I know, that would be, like, maybe three, where I know, like, a couple sentences. And, like, if I ever went to France, like... I could find where the bathroom is. I know how to ask for the bathroom. I'm more, more specifically, I know how to ask permission to go to the bathroom. So I guess I would just be walking around, you know, Paris, being like, bonjour. Uh, Est-ce que je peux aller aux toilettes, s'il vous plaît? And they'd be like, we're at a Starbucks. Or, Starbucks probably doesn't exist in, in, in France. In Paris, next to the Arc de Triomphe. See, I actually have the accent down. Um, and, but I'm slowly learning that just because you can speak in the accent of French doesn't mean you can speak French. Now, I did learn French like for like 11 years of school. And you would think if you worked 11 years at something, you would be like a pro. Like I worked at Long Division for mm, three weeks or whatever, however long that kind of segment of whatever grade they teach you Long Division is. And I can like half do long division. I got I can get about like a fifty percent in a, in a long division, you know, test. I can't get fifty percent in a French test because I don't know French. And I worked at French for years, kind of. I wonder if I should try one of those apps. I feel like those apps don't work. No offense to Duolingo or whatever the other one is. Is um, I just feel like. If my French teacher can't like get me to learn French, this app is definitely not going to get me to learn French. Now, what it could do is I'm sure there is an app in which I could communicate with the French people via the app. Like maybe my Snapchat Al, Snapchat AI could to be like my translator, like a mediator. Do you think there's going to be sharp left? Do you think there's going to be chat AI therapy like you're just talking to ai as if you're talking to a therapist that's terrifying as someone who recently got a psychology degree not to brag um maybe going into therapy like as as a therapist not someone who's like going into it like i need it which i do um but you know what i mean maybe going you know and studying to be a therapist is not the move when we're suddenly getting these machines that are going to just tell us the answers to everything Hmm. I I think we need to just take a, a big backtrack on this AI thing. If there are any scientists left who are studying AI, who are, you know, creating AI, building AI, developing AI, you got to stop. I think we have to put your pens down. The test is over. Put your protractors away, your Texas instrument, calculator, T3, T4, whatever version we have to get, put that away. Uh, I think we need to stop. I think we're good. I, I'm comfortable with the level in which my life involves robots. Um, and I don't, I would like it to not, um, 
seep into any more aspects of my existence. And I think the scientists are, you know, their skills and their minds and their brains, all of which I am jealous of as someone who has very lackluster skills, not really an intelligible mind um, and questionable brains, I would say go, you know, maybe go work on like, um, I don't know, like what's like another issue that we can fix, you know? Like, I think we're good on the AI. I don't think we need to be doing any more tests. I don't think we need to be writing, you know, scientific articles, how we, how we like, get AI better. I think AI is as smart. Artificial intelligence is as intelligent as artificialness should, should be, or at least as intelligent as artificialness, you know, is that I'm comfortable with. I would like to opt out of of any more kind of like funding like I feel like the money could go somewhere better because we really are like creating our own demise but anyway welcome to the nobody asked for this podcast I hope you're having a a great week I was having a good week until about 12 hours ago when I took a sip of hot coffee um, and burnt my tongue and I you know obviously not the first person to ever burn your tongue you know, from a, a cup of coffee, it's not the first time it's happened to me personally, and it is unfortunately what I'm guessing not the last time that it'll ever happen to me. But I just feel like, why are we not creating or crafting beverages to uh, drinking temperature? You know, like why does you know my coffee have to be like one thousand degrees? I understand there's like a boiling point situation happening, like you know, stuff won't boil, tea won't steep, but I'm not drinking tea. So what's the problem? You know, I, at a very young age, decided to switch to iced coffee. I was probably like grade six or seven. And I just decided like, no, I'm just, I'm only going to drink iced coffee for the rest of my existence because you don't have to wait for it to chill. In fact, there is, it's a quite the opposite problem. You actually have to drink it faster or else your ice is going to melt. And then you get watery iced coffee, which is not what anybody wants at all. And you could be wondering, like, why, you know, why were you deciding to switch to iced coffee in grade six? You know, you maybe shouldn't have been drinking iced coffee in grade six. Fair point. Now, people would always say it stunts your growth. I'm going to be honest. I've never heard any. Actually, yeah, this attention, all scientists who have now put down their protractors um, and have stopped calculating AI because I just told you to three minutes ago, would all of those scientists like to be reassigned to my u- my new unit of the, um, what's like the science for FBI? I don't know, my new unit of scientists um, in which the unit I would like to be called like debunking things that parents tell their kids, whatever the acronym is that, D, T, T, P, T, T, K. I think that was the acronym, debunking things that parents tell their kids. Um, That'll be their first assignment, finding the correct acronym for that. But afterward, I think it'd be really helpful if they just go through, and I'm just going to give them a list of like stuff that I was told um, because it might have been more convenient if for my parents if I believed that. So, like, number one, caffeine stunts your growth. Like, maybe they just didn't want me drinking coffee, you know, at four years old. As opposed to, you know, you know, I waited till I was, like, a healthy, you know, maybe, like, 12, 13 years old to start drinking coffee. As all normal people do. 
So I want you to look into that. I also want the scientists at the DBYTTK, whatever, foundation to study if it is actually illegal to have those dash, um, the, the, like the lights in the car, like not the dashboard lights. No, like the, like the, like the lights that are in the, the middle row of the car or the back row of your car, depending on what type of car you have that like you would have to turn on to like, see if your Tamagotchi was, you know, had eaten that day or, you know, I don't know, maybe you like dropped a contact lens as a four year old. Or you, you you know lost a puzzle piece, or you had to grab your tamagashi and you had to turn on that light that was above you in the backseat of the car. I was always told that that was illegal. Is it illegal? I don't know. Now scientists maybe aren't like the most. That's maybe not the biggest use of their time, like a quick Google search. Um, but like I just have to buy time, but what like while I think of other projects to give them. So yeah, those are the those are the first two. Speaking of cars, I have a story that is, if nothing else, an exclusive to the Nobody Asked for this podcast. I don't believe to have told this to anyone before. Um, I'm going to take you back. It was about three weeks ago. I was driving in my car, and I decided, hey, I'm going to go into the gas station, and I'm going to get, you know, sodas for me and my buddies. So I get sodas, fountain sodas in particular, um, and just kind of a little side note on this. Obviously, my favorite time of year, besides like Christmas, which we've talked about, and Halloween, um, uh, the Army and Navy shoe sale, um, the Payless shoe sale, the um, Old Navy seventy-five percent off week. Aside from all of those, like my sixth or seventh favorite time of year is the time in which there is dollar drink days at a certain fast food chain. All the soft drinks go on for $1, small, medium, or large. You can also get an iced coffee. I believe small and medium is $1, maybe two, but I think one. And then there's like some other like summer promos, okay? Best time of year. They, they stretch or push back when they start this time. Sometimes it started in August. Sometimes it starts in June. They kind of keep you on your toes. Um, and I was anxiously anticipating the start of this Dollar Drink Days. Again, about three weeks ago. But I had recently discovered that the gas stations, most gas stations, like I, everywhere, I assume, because if it's what's happening in my environment, I just assume that's like global to everybody. Um, most gas stations, you can buy like a 90 cent large thing of pop. So I was like, oh, I don't even have to wait for dollar drink days. I can have dollar drink days in February. Um, now we're kind of far away from February, so I'm going to have to wait in, um, in order to do that. But that is the first thing on my list. February 1st, you will find me at the gas station. Circle K all the way. So I got, I think, about four sodas. And again, my total was like $4, which at Wendy's the other day, not to name names, I had what was only could be described as like the best Diet Coke I'd ever had in my life um, at this Wendy's. I know this, this, there's this one specific Wendy's that since, like I literally go to that Wendy's specifically to get a Diet Coke because something about their fountain soda like, I don't know if they're cleaning the machine more often or not cleaning the machine more often. I don't know if it's like a water bottle situation. You know, sometimes, like, 
you'll have a water bottle. And, and the thing with the water bottle, I will get back to the fountain soda and the subsequent story that were, I was reminded of by bringing up cars about five minutes ago. But the thing about water bottles is because you're only ever putting water in it, like you don't really think to wash it that often. It's not like it's getting like rusty, not rusty, but like it's not like it's getting like crusty on it. Like it's, you can't see like burn marks like you can like on a pot or a pan per se. Um, you can kind of get away with not washing it. Now, yes, are your, are your germs and your slobber everywhere running rampant? Yes. But if it's only your germs and slobber, like all you're doing by washing it is like having it ready to go for like more germs and slobber. So I'm not saying I don't wash my water bottles. In fact, I don't really have a water bottle. Don't tell Greta. Okay. I'm trying to get away from plastics, but like, I don't always have a water bottle. The time that I've had a water bottle, it's going good. Everything's fine. And then something happens that I like to call the hoodie effect. Now, the hoodie effect, for you know the few of you who haven't you know experienced it yet, I'm sure most people have, the hoodie effect is when something becomes 37 to 58% less enjoyable after you wash it. The name is derived from the hoodie, of course, where when you buy a hoodie off the rack, let's say at, you know, the Gap or, um, you know, Value Village, whatever your journey is, Amazon, um, you put it on and it's nice and soft. And, you know, I usually wear a fresh hoodie about, you know, for five or six days before I can, I'm able to peel it off me for long enough to get it in the wash. And then you put the hoodie back on after it's been in the wash, and it gets a little bit, like, not crusty, but, like, the material gets a little bit tough, and it's just, it was not that same hoodie that you were wearing for, you know, the the five to six days previous, and that's what happens to my water bottles. It tastes terrible when it's clean, and I think someone had to say it. Anytime I've washed my water bottle, it tastes disgusting, and it it's not like it tastes like soap, like, not it's not like I needed to rinse it more, just like the water from a clean water bottle just doesn't do the trick for whatever reason, okay? I don't know if it's if it's a me problem. I don't know if this is like a universal truth. Um, I would say, if anyone was listening to this, to, you know, let me know if you agree. Now, and this is a perfect time for my weekly reminder, I know that no one listens to this. Um, I'm not like delusional, and think I have a bunch of listeners. Uh, but I know I, and I talk like I do, but I know that I don't. Um, so I guess I can't really get opinions, but if I were a real show, I would say sound off in the comments and then we would hopefully have a back and forth, but I can't be the only one who like drinks a water bottle, like a clean water bottle and thinks this is like, it just, it just tastes better a little bit used and I feel better having admitted it, you know, on a public platform. But anyway, back to my uh, fountain soda mishap. I'd gotten four fountain sodas. How did I get to talking about a water bottle? I don't even remember. Regardless, I got my four. I got my four fountain sodas for eighty nine cents. It's like four dollars. I'm so I'm instantly I'm on a high. I'm walking out of that you know Circle K like thinking I hacked the system. I was I figured out a way to get dollar drink days in the the you know beginning of May. I think this was the top of the month. I was feeling good about things. And I get in the car. 
And it's important to note that three of these were diet, diet drinks. And one of them, I believe, was like a regular, like sugary soda. Now, I'm sure I I don't say this to say that diet is better. I think both are horrible for you um, just for different reasons. You know, Um, everything's coming for us. You know, get you're either in or you're out, I guess, at this point. Um, And I've been trying to stay away from the Diet Coke. But just keep in mind, three of these were diet and one of these was not. So I'm driving along. And to get out of the gas station that I would normally go to, it's kind of tricky because you can go out one exit, which sends you straight down the other direction in the opposite direction in which I need to go. Or you can go out the other exit, which kind of sends you out like right at the bottom of the left turn lane that I need to turn out, like, out into. But the only problem is it's like a four-lane road. So it's like I have to cross over four lanes to get to the left turn lane. And if there's no one there, I can do it. But if there's people there, it's like not going to happen. So this was one of those days where the heavens were shining down. It was my lucky day. I roll up to this, you know, thing. What's it called? The exit. I put on my right signal even when I don't have to, because there's literally no one on the road. I don't know. It was like, it was like six o'clock. Like it wasn't like midnight. Um, I'm you know, not necessarily buying a round of sodas at 4.32 AM. Although that does sound fun. Sounds like breakfast to me, but there was no one there. So I was like, oh, perfect. So I, you know, very slowly, but briskly, because, you know, I had to, I had to get where I was going because, you know, the people are coming up the hill to, you know, make it so that I can't get to my left turn lane. So I had to go kind of fast. Um, I did kind of a, a, a jarring turn and one of the sodas flew off into the passenger seat, bounced right off the passenger seat and fell onto like the mat of the floor of my passenger seat. Um, thankfully no one was in it. So I didn't have to worry about like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to ruin, you know, your outfit. Like, let's go to Old Navy and buy a replacement. It was all, it was all good. There was, there was no one in there. I was alone. But I just felt like, ugh, like, I didn't, I don't, I do not want to have to deal with this, you know? And in the back of my head, I was like, please, like, just let that have been one of the Diet Cokes. Because I just felt, I just felt like, like, I know sugar is like sticky, um, I didn't want to have to deal with, like, the stickiness. I really didn't feel like it. It was, like, a hot day. I wanted to just get home with my, you know, four sodas that I'm pretending were for other people when they really were all for me. Just kidding. But regardless, I just, I just wanted to get home. I didn't want to have to deal with cleanup. So it kind of happened, and I was like, well, like, not much spilled. And, you know, like, the way the cup was, like, I couldn't really tell how much had spilled because the lid didn't completely come off. It was kind of, like, just a little bit cracked open. So there was, like, a little bit of ice on the, the um, pe- like, the mat, like, the floor of my car. But I was like, like, it landed on the mat. Like, you know, maybe if I just, like, kind of dump the ice out when I get home, like, take the, lift the mat up, dump the ice out. Like, I can probably get away with not, like, doing, like, a deep, heavy cleaning. Because how do you even clean that? Like, how do you clean, like, soaked car carpet? Like, you can't really clean that. Like, what am I going to add water? Because my first fear is like, oh, it's going to go moldy. But like, wouldn't water go moldy as well? 
So I was like, I kind of hacked the system here. Like, I think I can get away with not cleaning it. So that was, that was my thought. This is a live recap of my thoughts. Then, as I'm waiting at this left turn light, this is a long left turn light, the left turn light goes. And my least favorite quality in a person, not a person, but in a driver, I don't really get road rage. I, it is, it's really hard to like, for little things to bug me, like how people, uh, other people drive. Like if it doesn't really affect me majorly, like I don't really care. Like you do your thing, I'll do my thing. I'm also kind of like, not a slow driver, but I'm more of like a cautious driver. Like I'm not like, get out of the way. Like, because like, where am I really trying to go? Like the McDonald's drive through will be there when I'm ready. You know, whenever I get there, the, the ice cream machine might not work, but the, the drive through itself will be there. And I'm sure there's something good that I can get. So I'm never really in a hurry to get places. But what really bothers me is when the light arrow, like the green arrow, the left turn arrow, turns green, finally, because it always feels like you're there forever. When it finally turns green, and the people do not go in a timely manner. So the only time where I, I don't speed, because obviously you're starting from, from a stopped position, but like I... If I'm the first person in that line, like I'm ready to go. My foot is like basically on the gas by the time the light turns green. Like I don't want to be the person to to, like hold everyone up. Now I was in that situation. I was the first one at this left turn light because as I talked about before, there was no one there when I turned out of the original spot that made the Diet Coke spill everywhere. So I'd kind of like forgotten that I, I still had like three sodas remaining when this light turned green because the only thing that I thought of were my fellow citizens, my fellow, you know, my fellow drivers on the road. And I thought I got to get my ass, you know, to this, to this, you know, other lane. And, you know, we got to go. We got to get as many cars to this intersection as we can before that darn green light goes yellow. So I kind of like pedal to the metal it a little bit. I haul ass as the second this light turns green, burning rubber. And in my travels goes the second soda. And I was like, well, that'll do her. Like I was crushed. Um, it was not, a, it was not a crushed brand root beer, but I was just thinking like, uh, like now I have to do something, you know, now I have to put some effort and you could argue I should have been, I should have cleaned it had just one soda fallen. Like that was grounds for like, you know, maybe getting, you know, Mr. Bubbles or not Mr. Bubbles, scrubbing bubbles or Mr. Clean involved. Like I could have got like a magic eraser of some sort, but like even, like even, even a Lysol wipe, you know, one spilled soda equals one Lysol wipe. That seems like a fair comparison. I could have gone to like the Walmart section, you know, like the auto section, like you don't really go to. Um, and they have those wipes that are like the luxury, like they're always like luxury cars, but it's basically like just rewrapped Lysol wipes. I could have got those for leather, even though like the floor of my car is carpet. I could have done all of that for one soda, but when the second soda hit, I was like, oh God, like I'm going to have to do this again. Or not even again, I'm going to have to like actually like do something about this now. And then I just, I'd I'd gotten home, you know, it's a short drive. And I just thought, you know what? The chances that what fell was a Diet Coke is like pretty high. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to pick up this car mat 
dump the ice onto the grass. You know, the, the grass needs to be watered. It was a hot day. And I was kind of looking around and like, I couldn't really see where the, the actual liquid of the pop fell, um, which is the problem, you know, that's about to come up as I couldn't see it. It was hidden. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. Like, it, it's fine. It'll dry. I like the scent of Diet Coke. I'm pretty sure, like, people use, like, Diet Coke for cleaning because, like, that's how bad the ingredients are. Like, you really shouldn't be drinking it. It's, like, for... It's, like, Windex pretty much. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. And and it, to be in my defense, which I realize it's not, it's not great that I spilt basically half of two sodas. We see the soda was half full. Um... I spilled basically a full soda, a full big gulp um, on my carpet in my car and then just like kind of ignored it. Um, it's, I'm not defending that, but it, I was tired. I'd been, in tra- I'd been in traffic for almost two hours before that. Like it, it wasn't so much of this conscious choice. I just kind of saw a way out um, and took it. And to be completely honest, until about three days ago, I, I was fine with my decision, you know? I didn't, I didn't feel badly about it. Um, I didn't really think about it. I, it kind of happened, and then it didn't happen, and the seat wasn't sticky. Because, again, I didn't really see where it fell. Like, it just kind of, like, there was just, like, less, there was for sure less liquid in both of the cups that dropped, you know, at both of these jarring turns. But, like, I didn't really see where it went. Like, I think it kind of went in between, like, the console, like, the, the center console and the seat, and, like, kind of, like, maybe seeped into... Um, like the carpet, like I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even see where to clean in my defense. So I had forgotten that this had even happened. This was about three weeks ago, maybe to the day. Um, and I, 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 did I talk about this on the podcast? Did I talk about the spilling? I don't think I did. Um, maybe I did. I don't know. Again, no one listens to this. So no one knows. So it's glad, I'm glad that I caught everyone up. Um, Three days ago, I was in my car and I and I hadn't driven in a couple days, which is usually which is like pretty rare. Like I usually drive at least somewhere every day if it's again to get like said dollar drink days. I was in my car and I was like, something smells like something smells funky. And and I had like a Wendy's cup in the cup holder, so I was like, you know what? It's probably this Wendy's cup. Uh, full transparency, I had cut my nails into the Wendy's cup. Like I have a, like a nail clipper in my console um, and I had cut my nails like the day before and just honestly kind of forgot to throw the, the cup was empty. I wasn't going to drink my nail clippings, but I just needed somewhere to put them and it was there. So I used it. I, I feel, I feel, um, I'm really admitting a lot of stuff here and I actually feel better, but yeah, I, I, I had that cup of nail clippings, um, which again, like I said before, contained the Wendy's amazing 10 out of 10 Diet Coke. So I was like, oh, maybe it's this Wendy's cup. Like that didn't really make sense to me, but I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Maybe it's this Wendy's cup. So I throw out the Wendy's cup. It still smells. And I'm like, well, maybe it's not like an instant thing. Like maybe the the smell isn't going to go away right away. Like it's going to take some time. So I wrote down the windows and and just kind of go about my day. I didn't really have much, you know, many places to go. And then I go in my car the next day and I'm like, whoa, (coughs) this, it smells pretty bad. Like, like bad. But like if I turn on the windows, it doesn't really it doesn't really smell too bad. So I was like, oh, like if it was something like really bad, 
it would be fine. And it's been hot, you know, it's been hot the past few days anyway. So like, it, you know, I can just turn on the windows. I'm sure the smell will go away. Now I don't actually, I can't defend my logic there. Like if your car smells like mold, your car smells like mold. Um, and I, I feel like I'm telling the story as if I'm leading to like a big, you know, reveal. Like I looked under the seat and there was a green hairy monster of mold that, you know, said to me, hi, I'm from when you spilled your Diet Coke three weeks ago. Uh, that hasn't happened yet because I haven't looked and I'm scared to look um, and I don't know what the smell is, but if I keep the windows down, it's fine. Uh, but now I'm getting scared that like I'm going to get like some sort of mold poisoning. So I am going to have to do some research. Um, I have per- not have purchased, but I've acquired um, a thing of baking soda that the internet told me to like spray around the carpet area of where the incident happened. Um, and apparently that helps take out the smell. And then I'll have to go to one of those fun um, car vacuuming places. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I still don't know what the smell is. And then I kind of went paranormal with it. I was like, well, maybe it's a ghost. You know, maybe there's a ghost who um, is like bored. Because I feel like I, I don't know if ghosts can like read our thoughts, but I feel like if a ghost can read thoughts, like I think I'd be a fun person to like attach to. You know, in um, the Insidious movies, when the old lady's like, a parasite has attached itself to you. If I was a parasite, I would want to be attached to someone like me because I just feel like I have a lot not going on. I have nothing going on. But like, I'm all, I, I don't know. Like, I like to say, I think, I think I'm fun. You know, I think I make, you know, the boringness you know, a little bit fun. And if you're a ghost and you're stuck, you know, if you're stuck on planet, you know, in between forever, like, I think I'd want to be with someone like me where it's like, you know, I'm not out and about all the time. That sounds exhausting. You know, ghosts are old. They don't have time to, like, you know, be at parties and such. But, like, let's go to Walmart, you know? So, anyway, I think the smell in my car has nothing to do with me spilling liters of liquid not three weeks ago. And then there's been a hot period, so it's been really sitting and soaking and molding. Um, I think it's a ghost. Who wants to be friends? And this is really an insight into how I (laughs) think my way out of situations. Speaking of French, just to really tie it all back. um, And again, I don't mean to leave uh, leave you all on a cliffhanger, of which I do acknowledge you all is nobody because no one listens to this. I don't mean to leave you all on a cliffhanger uh, with the pop. I just don't have an ending. So it's like there'll be a sequel. You know, next week I'll do some investigative journalism on my passenger seat um, and hopefully bring back like a story. Part of me is telling this because it makes me have to deal with it, you know, because I have to give an update um, because I'm desperate for like any sort of content. Um, As you could probably tell from the fact of me dragging this story out like a full 25 minutes. But to bring it back to the beginning, speaking Francais, I, the worst days of my life were always taking those French oral exams. Terrible, awful, horrible. I would get so nervous and I don't really get like nervous. Like I don't get nervous about like small things like that. Like I try and have a good perspective about things. Like I get, yeah, I'll get nervous about like bigger things or whatever, but like little things like that. I'm like, you know what? The earth, the earth, the earth could literally like blow up tomorrow. I'm not going to worry about it, but I would get so nervous for these French exams. And I think it's because I think I, I, I feel confident in my ability to like talk my way out of things and like, 
you know, twist things in my head to like make it fit my narrative <laughs> or the one that I want to believe that in those French exams, when I, I didn't have my words, I didn't have my, you know, my native language, my English, when I didn't have that to talk my way out of not knowing any of the material, you know, French, I felt lost. So I can't speak French and there might be mold in my passenger seat. If you needed to know anything about me from this episode, I hope you take away those two things. And after that, I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. It, it's kind of, I see, because I record these on Wednesdays, and when I'm saying have a great weekend, it feels a bit premature. But, like, by the time you hear this, it's Thursday. Again, no one's hearing this. But, like, in theory, by the time one would hear this, it's Thursday. And, like, maybe you're listening, like, on a Friday because, you know, you kind of forgot or, like, you had something better to do. Um, so I'm going to say have a great weekend. Thank you for, if you, if you did listen to this, I appreciate it. Um, if you didn't, which I know you're not because I see the numbers, like it's not like, like it's not like I'm like being, you know, humble. There, there's literally, it's zero, goose egg. Oh, which I, by the way, I would like to apologize. I realized last week when I was uploading the YouTube for this, like I put um just like the audio up on YouTube, I realized I had forgotten to upload the last week's on YouTube. So I'm, so I'm sure there were people just walking around their houses being like, why didn't he upload this week? Like, what happened? He's been so consistent. Um, I, nothing bad happened. Well, bad stuff did happen, you know. But n- not bad enough that I didn't record an episode. I just forgot to put it up on YouTube. So, but again, no one was, literally no one's life changed. We, we all lived unaffected, which I think I, I'm all for being unaffected. Um, so, yeah. I will see, or actually, no, I won't see you. I won't hear you either. You will hear me next week. Have a good week. Thank you. Bye.